together we can create our new digital leader. Connection, engagement, confidence. Do we feel we are in a psychologically safe place? Language shouldn't be able to stop you from career progression. We are changing the, the future landscape of business, of leadership. Hello, and welcome to the Changemaker Conversations, brought to you by HealthTF Corporate Education. My name is Dr. Milena Kupez, and in this series, we aim to bring you insights and stories from leaders and leadership developers who create change and inspire others to do the same. Today, I have the pleasure to speak with changemaker Tosin Adenrili. Tosin is a manager of global mobility at IQVIA. IQVIA is an American multinational company serving the combined industry of health information technology and clinical research. It is a leading global provider of advanced analytics, technology solutions, and clinical research services to the life science industry. Tosin has worked as a global mobility professional for over 10 years with worldwide companies across multiple industries. The reason why I'm so excited to speak with her today is because she specializes in change management within her role and the centralization of such change in relation to global mobility, HR transformation, stakeholder engagement, and even talent management. But without further ado, Tosin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Melina, um, and thank you for inviting me to, to speak about global mobility. I'm delighted to be here. Absolutely. It's definitely a topic we don't hear enough about, so I'm really keen to learn more from you. And on that note, why don't we start with you? What is your background? Tell me more. Okay, so um, first of all, I start, initially started um, on a career path to uh, study law, and um, due to um, unforeseen circumstances, I paused and reevaluated what I what career path I wanted to be on, and I essentially um, worked within um, company secretary's office as a, a business administrator, and then another role came up after a short period of time. I think I was there for about three years, um, and then I got uh, offered an opportunity to interview for an analyst, global mobility analyst role uh, with an oil and gas, Italian oil and gas company. Um, and to be honest, that began my journey within um, the global mobility space as a um, subject matter expert. That's impressive. It's interesting how it led you to mobility. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, it was it was quite an interesting uh, journey. Um, prior to that, I didn't I didn't know anything about the global mobility space, but um, it was it was pretty much a very um, learning curve as well, culturally as well as um, how moving mobile employees um, across the globe and um, how much you contribute from a an analyst or an SME to manage not just internal um, drivers, business reasons why um, people need to move to different locations, but external factors that drive those, um, that impact those moves as well. And having to navigate um, around those, um, I guess those, those layers of, um, of the process. 
So yes, it, it it's a combination of everything from culture to to business to finance to the employee experience as well. So yes. Doesn't it sound like a very complex function? I don't think many of us are familiar with it. It involves so many layers and and, and compliance, right? Yes, yes. So several layers. Um, it's a global compliance, um, budgets and um, cost constraints, skills, shortages. There's all sorts of uh, several layers of it. So tax, immigration, labor laws, payroll, and um, relocation and the internal um organizational structure as well so it's a combination of all of that um that you have to navigate and they're all going on around the same time so you you pretty much have to be able to multitask a lot and things are always changing there's there's usually some uncertainty and and you have to be able to to navigate around um managing expectations not just the business the employee as well as your your external vendors that you work with Absolutely. So I definitely want to hear more about what drives global mobility. But before before I even get into that, what does it mean within your current role at IQVIA? Um, uh, I know a little bit about what they do to help. What is your day-to-day role look like? So essentially, my day-to-day role consists of both um, operational and strategic. So it's very consultative with um internal stakeholders between the uh, the HR function, talent team, as well as the line managers who are wanting to support their employees to move from um, different locations without um, business interruption and making sure that it's cost effective, but also um, um, to navigate around how best to also make sure they retain the talent so in conjunction with that, my role is um, providing them with the budget. So the cost is very important, what it will cost the business to move um, the employee from their current location to their new location. There are cost comparators to make sure that, especially where it's a low cost country to a high cost country, it's to essentially provide that transparent data that for you to support this move, this is the impact to your bottom line. Um, and then most secondly, most importantly, is the compliance aspect. So no matter what is going on within the organization and the business needs and the drivers for wanting to move the employees, there are external factors and compliance is a big driver of that. The immigration, the tax, um, not just the employer um, liability or the employee, but also corporate tax risks. So it's managing those risks as well, cross-border issues. So this is essentially my day-to-day of um, navigating and consulting and educating, advising how best to move the employees while taking into consideration all those factors, all those elements, including the policies, and um, that they, you know, what the relocation support looks like, what are the timelines, what are the challenges, and just to navigate. So that's that's my day to day and walking them through the process map um, internally as well as um, the external um, process as well. Thank you so much, Dawson. I think I have a much better picture. Very <laughs> fast. It's a day to day job indeed. 
Um, what okay. I was wondering is actually, uh, you know, of course, you're on the Changemaker podcast, and there's a lot of change and uncertainty going on in the world on every level. So I was curious about when I'm thinking about what drives global mobility, how do these kind of economic or geopolitical issues come into play? Do they come into play? Yes, they, they do, because those are the, you know, those are the external factors um, that um, essentially will impact the ability to be able to move um, move your move the employees. So, for instance, you know, um, at the moment we've got um, cost of living um, um, challenges. We've got hyperinflation um, challenges with certain countries. Um, we've got um, the also we've got essentially with the geopolitical issues with 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 wars and people people you know impacted on those reasons why they why they want to move that the personal drivers so so that that essentially impacts especially on things like um immigration um labor laws um those um differences between those countries cross border cross border risks as well across different countries depending on where people are coming or where they're going so um, you know, one of the one of the 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 the, the trends or the the challenges and keeping up with trends, um, essentially, is watching what those um, changes and uncertainties, and how and be able to essentially um, advise the business and proactively actually navigate to get their talent from A to B, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense, actually. Wow, it must be a challenging time to be thinking about mobility. Uh, lots of uh, different uh, trends facing yes. you yes. guys. Definitely. I can't help but wonder, what do you feel is the key to success to a mobility role? It sounds like you need to be very aware and responsive to change and very flexible. What is your, your view? How, how are you coping? <laughs> Yeah, well, it changes from day to day. It changes from week to week. It changes from you know year to year or what quarter you're in. And Q one, sometimes the beginning of the year is very much about um you know navigating you know business as usual, um UK tax compliance, all all that year end stuff as well as everything else. But primarily, I would say what that the fundamentals of um, success to a, a mobility role, I would say strong awareness of organizational culture. So understand what, what are the drivers, what are the key drivers that drives the organization to want to move their talent? Because obviously with IQV, you know, we we are, um, you know, in life sciences, we, we are, you know, in technology, we're in clinical research. So all those aspects of that, that those are the, the products and services that and they are spread across globally. So strong organizational culture would, would definitely awareness of what, what are the key drivers, understanding that. Um, secondly, I would say being a strategic partner to the business and the, and the wider HR function also is a key element because that will help you with all the um all, of all the factors of navigating. Um, the mobility um, cycle, help being a strategic partner with the business as well as whether HR teams will help the success 
also key element of that is also um multiple you you manage multiple stakeholder relationships so being able to balance not just the internal um needs business needs and hr but also your external vendors that help support um the logistics of people moving so you you know because you've got the in-house corporate um governance but you also have the external vendors that manage your logistics so your destination services providers like you know providing temporary accommodation household goods shipment um immigration support tax all that all those elements um also being able to manage multiple stakeholder relationships is also key also most importantly as well is um is also the ability to influence your stakeholders change transformation innovation to help with you know to help the mobility function be more efficient um and also ongoing education so you know keeping abreast with um you know attending seminars events being on the on on the forefront of um being able to share knowledge and expertise um and and able to provide that ongoing education to to your to your stakeholders both both internally and externally, because you you also have to um, um, educate your your third party vendors on your policies. If anything's changed, if there are any exceptions, things that you need to flag. So 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 those those are essentially the key. Uh, from my perspective, are the key elements to success um, within a mobility role. Thank you so much. I love everything you've mentioned and what I've picked up by talking to different people who are in a position of creating change like yourself is that awareness of organizational cultures is almost like always the fundamental starting point from really understanding that capacity to balance stakeholders and what better way than through learning and education. I mean, perfect sense to me and I'm glad that you brought up uh, those points. Thank you. One curiosity I had is you've been in this mobility role for a few years. Is anything changing in the sense that are you noticing current challenges or trends evolving or is it pretty much always the same sort of challenge that you are battling with? Um, Definitely not. I think huge change. Um, So I remember when I first joined the role in 2019, Bearing in mind it was pre-Brexit and it was pre-COVID. And in as much as, you know, we, business as usual, we were still moving people throughout the, the region globally. However, a year on, when we got into 2022, uh, sorry, 2020, and COVID happened and we all went into lockdown, the change and 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 having to quickly adapt to First of all, being um, home, um, obviously no longer being in the office. Although from a mobility perspective, you know, we we naturally work virtually anywhere and remotely because we, you know, you're stationed in one location, but you are managing, um, you know, it is pretty much a global role. So the people you're moving around are in different regions, different time zones, but I think the 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 chain the the big impact it wasn't about the fact that people couldn't move and people were in lockdown you know and obviously you know we had a, a global pandemic it was actually it made 
and people want to actually, the desire to move, to change their location, to change their circumstances. And it was more driven from a personal need as opposed to a, a business need. But the, the appetite just grew. And the demand that people would just thought they'd had, a, you know, a reset or uh, it reevaluated their lives and where they were and, and, and say, oh, I'm a bit too far away from home. But also, in addition to that, we also became more consultative and worked more closely with, with the business and HR because all of a sudden people found themselves, even if mobility, even if it wasn't strictly a mobility um, issue, where they still had um, third uh, country nationals being stuck in one country or they'd gone to visit family or they've got ties. They didn't know what to do. Um, you know, they had, you know, that they, they had different issues on the compliance aspect of it. They, they didn't know how to resolve it. So again, all of a sudden that also came to mobility, put mobility at the forefront um, to ask to, you know, for resolution and solution driven and, and looking at waste and how best to, to support the, support the business in HR. So um, I, I, you know, in and then of course, 20, we came through 2020 um, and then post the, the COVID era into 2021, 2022, again, another shift, then Brexit became, um, you know, then you know, kicked into its own, <laughs> became effective in terms of um, formal, in terms of the dates that we literally left um, the um, the Brexit world. And again, seeing that shift and that um, change in requests and even countries where people were moving to and how the business were reacting to that and how best to support that. Again, having to keep abreast with the changes in the regulations, in the rules, um, especially from a, from a UK perspective. So you've got all those all those nuances going on as well. And then now we're in 2023. Um, again, another um, challenge of dealing with obviously the Ukraine uh, Russia um, war kicking off, as well as um, you know the the um, cost of living and and everything else that comes with that. So you're constantly having to from a mobility perspective you're constantly having to evolve um all the time and and react and and adapt and and, and change and navigate and how best to to be you know best support um to the business and hr um that would be overall this is a way um the mobility is always evolving um function from from my perspective anyway Absolutely. and those changes yeah it does indeed sound like a constantly evolving space. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, that I guess brings me to the last question I have for you. It is a question we like to ask all of our guests, but I feel it might be particularly pertinent to you. And that is, what is the one thing you know now that you wish you would have known 10 years ago? <laughs> Well, actually, I, I wish you hadn't put a specific number on because there's been a lot <laughs> that I wish I'd known 10 years ago. I think um, on one hand, um, I learned, I've learned over the years that every day is a school day in, in the world of mobility and how important um, compensation data is, and how it impacts um, and the, the, the mobility um, 
in, in terms of the compensation and the, and the data and how that impacts everything that we actually do, how, how important data is, essentially. Um, and yes, and that is not going to go away. That that is going to be always part of um, of the process, and and the knowledge and everything else. But yes, I think I'm going to be a little bit cheeky and say, yeah, I'm saying two things. Every day is a school day, <laughs> and the 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 impact and the importance of of data. Thank you. Um, <laughs> every day is a school day. You're right, and just like all of us, ten years ago. When we think about our younger selves, we yes. always reflect on how, gosh, I could have been more in learning mode and picked yeah. out the lessons better. And yes, yes, in the learning. You never stop learning. You never stop learning. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's really about cherishing the learning opportunity. Absolutely. And, and I think that's for me, that's what's, I guess, kept me in the mobility space for so long because. And, you know, you, there's always an opportunity to learn something new, whether it's from your stakeholder, whether it's from your external vendors, whether it's from your network, whether it's from an article that you read online, whether it's a, it's a you know, or, or whether it's, it's in, a, in a situation that you had to resolve um, or, or that came up, that randomly came, you know, that they said, oh, they're asking you about something like, oh, I haven't come across this before. And then you have to then do your research and find out um how best to to advise a business and and get you know your external sort of you know expertise involved sometimes um just to to find an answer or a solution and and I'm like gosh I'm gonna put that as another t- another new thing that I didn't know about um and 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 it's like that almost every day every week there's always a, a new there's always a learning opportunity um not just for me as a mobility and professional but also to share that knowledge as well and to share those learnings because that's how we are we are better equipped um to to do our to our, do our jobs but to support the business and impart knowledge um essentially absolutely mm. thank you so much for framing that so well it really hits the spot Tosin Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Honestly, I have just learned so much from you, not just about mobility itself, but just about the change that the function is going through and what that means for the bigger picture of organizations. So thank you for that. I know our listeners have learned a lot as well, and I really hope that I can get you on the show again soon. <laughs> thank you so much, Melina. And um, thank you so much. I was delighted that you you asked me to share some um, valuable insights, and I hope it's helped. Um, you know, and thank you that it's helped you, but also uh, listeners out there. So thank you. Much Fantastic. appreciated. Have a great rest of your day. Then bye. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Change Maker Conversations. Would you like to talk further about unlocking human potential and creating positive change? either one-to-one or on this very podcast? If so, please visit haltf.com slash inspire. Until next time, goodbye.